The Edinburgh International Book Festival 2020 will be a bit of a different affair from normal. It will, however, still run and, in common with many other festivals, it will be online. We spoke to Nick Barley, director of Edinburgh Festival, Edinburgh International Book Festival, and to see how it's all going to work out. Morning, Nick, and thank you very much indeed for joining us on our podcast this morning. Now, we've had a couple of technical issues here this morning. Does this put you in any kind of fear at all about having an online book festival? <laughs> well, of course, uh, technical issues are, are, will be uh, with us, but we've got a fantastic technical team in place and we're doing a lot of work with authors to make sure that they're prepared and their broad, broadband is strong and that the signal's ready before we go live on air with them. So fingers crossed that, that we're, we shouldn't have too many problems when we go live. Absolutely. So the uh, book festival is going to be called Keep the Conversation Going. It's running from the 15th to the 31st of August and you're going to have no tents. I think that's going to make life easier for you, isn't it? Well, it makes life differently challenging, let's say. Uh, certainly not having to build theatres uh, and and all the other things that we build in Charlotte Square uh, makes uh, changes the, the way we're having to budget for this festival. But we still have uh, hundreds of authors and we still have uh, all of the broadcasting to do. So we're, we're building a couple of studios from which we'll, we'll be broadcasting uh, the festival, multiple cameras, uh, BSL interpreters, live vision mixing, uh, and live captioning. So the, the challenges of putting on a festival have certainly not gone away, but it's a very exciting way of reinventing the festival for the post-pandemic world. Absolutely. And so is, are you going to actually have a tent then in Charlotte Square? Is that where your studios are going to be? No, we're taking the opportunity to give Charlotte Square Gardens a rest this year and to allow the turf to re-establish itself after a very challenging year. Um, so the, the studios we're building are actually in a, in a central Edinburgh space, very close to Charlotte Square, but, uh, but actually within a, a building. So we've got none of the challenges of, of, of having to re-turf the gardens this year. Yeah, it seemed, um, seemed that that was uh, certainly being talked about earlier on, but it seems that there yeah. are perhaps some drainage issues in Charlotte Square that need addressed too. That's right, but the thing is that the building studios uh, in the, the, which conform to the social distancing requirements means they have to be much larger than anything that we could have built very easily, um, and certainly larger than any studios which are currently available. And so we've got these two studios where everybody's uh, who's working in the studios is two metres apart, and so we've got some large spaces that we're able to use in central Edinburgh, um, partly thanks to the fact that fewer fringe events are happening in the city. Great. Um, well, I shall look forward to seeing the uh, the studios, if, if at all possible. So having said all of that and the, the fact that we know that it's going to be online, um, how is it going to work? People are going to be able to join in live from wherever they are in the world, so perhaps made much more accessible to the audience. Yes, uh, one of the challenges we faced in previous years is that our theatres have a maximum capacity and of course some of our, or many of our uh, events have sold out very quickly. Uh, this year that's not the problem, so any 
number of people can join events. Uh, there is no limit and they're free of charge. So that means that for the first time ever, we can say that absolutely everybody is welcome, regardless of where they are in the world. Um, so that's one of the joys of, of online. Yeah. The other, of course, is that we can bring in authors from or participants from all over the world as well. Some of them will be able to join us physically in Edinburgh in the studio, but others will come in uh, via Zoom and, and be broadcasting from their own homes. That's terrific. It's, it, and it does sound very exciting. I've had sight, um, prior sight of uh, of some of the lineup, and you know some of the big names are just um, stretching out. You've got Hilary Mantel, you've got uh, Maggie O'Farrell with Hamlet, you've got Gordon Brown, Ruth Davidson, and the First Minister and Val McDermott. So, tell me a little of uh, some of your highlights. Uh, well, I mean, you've just given some of, some of the highlights, and we're absolutely thrilled to have this year's Booker Prize winner, Bernadine Evaristo. And I don't quite know how Scotland's First Minister is able to take time away from the public health crisis to join us in the studio's interview, Bernadine Evaristo, but she has agreed to do it. And I think it's a testament to the goodwill that the, the book festival is held in. Yeah. with the first minister that she's willing to do that well i, I call her your book your book club the book lover of butte house because she seems to have loads of time to, well she she makes time to read which i have yeah. to say during the pandemic i can't concentrate on a book it's very hard well i'm so pleased about that but i'm equally pleased that ruth davidson has been able to join us uh, for her interview with alexander it's been actually a number of years we've been talking with Ruth about the idea of interviewing authors because of course Ruth herself studied English literature at university and is also a keen reader and so uh, it, it's important that we preserve that the balance of, of our, our politicians who read and similarly Gordon Brown interviewing the Vice President of the European Commission about their European Green Deal and a very important climate change discussion uh, with the former Prime Minister Gordon Brown so interviewers from across the political spectrum uh, with authors also, who also have a wide range of views. I'm also absolutely thrilled that we've got uh, so many Scottish writers and, and supporting the Scottish writing and publishing scene has been absolutely vital to us this year to protect it for the future so we can continue to have book festivals in the future. So as you said, uh, Val McDermott and Maggie O'Farrell are joining us, but also uh, some debuts such as, for example, um, Shuggy Bain is the book by Douglas Stewart. Yeah, that's uh, the one everybody's been... talking about. He's, he's, he's a writer who lives in New York. Um, and this that's is a, right. a love song to Glasgow in the 1980s, which different place to nowadays, I imagine. Exactly, it's about a young man growing up in Glasgow in the 80s, a working class family, and finding that he's gay, and it's an incredibly moving story uh, of this guy, Shuggy Payne. At the same time, we've got Kirsten Innes, who's based in Falkirk, who talks about her new novel, which is called Scabby Queen, about a young, sassy Scottish woman. Um, so it's important at the Book Festival, as well as having well-kent names and, and uh, people who are already famous, that we also make sure that we develop uh, the careers and, and help the emerging writers, uh, the, the superstars of the future. 
And the other thing that you know, in in Charlotte Square, one of the um, one of the, the things are the, well, there's the puddles which we're not going to miss. Um, the queues of people lining up excitedly to go and see or, or listen to people speaking, but also the lines of people uh, waiting for their book to be signed. But you found a way to do um, sort of chat rooms and mingling and Q and A's yeah. and things. Um, have you done anything about book signing? We have, yeah, yeah. So I think one of the important things that was uh, to feel that what makes a festival feel so special is more than just the events when they're happening on stage. It's the atmosphere, it's the, the queuing to get into the theatres, it's the chatting with, with other audience members, and it's, of course, very importantly, the, joining the book signing queue and getting the chance to have a one-to-one meeting with the author after their event and so we wanted to try and find ways to replicate that in whatever way we can in this new online space and so with uh, an experiment this year to see how we can make it work but we've persuaded some some of the authors to take part in a virtual book signing project and so for those authors they will after their event uh, if you've bought a book and you've signed up to this if you're one of the first 50 to, to have bought the book and signed up, you uh, you type in your dedication that you'd like written in the book, and you with your receipt for the buying the book, you're sent uh, an invitation to join the Zoom room, uh, in which you will have a one-to-one meeting, a brief one-to-one meeting with the author, and they will sign the book, with the dedication that you've typed in, uh, and so it's, it's an opportunity for you to have a quick chat with the author, and then to get your your book signed personally by the author, which will then be sent to you by our team after the event so it's it's as close as we can get to the to the physical signing queue that, that is so well loved in the book festival it sure is it sounds really exciting it's great <laughs> let's first, hope it works well, well i hope so too i hope your tech is better than uh, the, the tech we were trying this morning but uh, <laughs> nick i wish you well with uh, the 2020 edinburgh international book festival it certainly sounds as normal you've got things for people of all ages and um, we look forward to uh, seeing more of that at edbookfest.co.uk where people can look at the um, the programme and of course everything is free to watch. It's great. Thank you very much. Thank you Nick. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk Thank you.